Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good morning, baseball fans here in Chicago and listening around the globe on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Live from the Hyundai Studios, this is Hit and Run. The Score's venerable baseball show. I am Barry Rosner, and my partner in perpetuity is Joe Ostrowski. We'll be with you until 1245, taking you up to Cubs baseball right here on your radio home of the Chicago Cubs. Good morning, Joe. How's everything? Oh, it's lovely. Three shows in four days, and we still have jobs, I think. We haven't checked the paychecks yet, but uh, we're still here. It's raining outside, so the lovely people trying to run, getting all soaked. I feel terrible for them. Yeah. Here's what we have planned for you today. As always, lots of Cubs and White Sox conversation with you in the first hour and throughout the show. We hope you'll join us at 312-644-6767. At 10, we'll talk to Doug Glanville, baseball insider from NBC Sports Chicago. He'll be here to talk Cubs and White Sox. At 11, Mike Farron of MLB Network Radio and Diamondbacks Radio. We'll stop by to talk NL West, National Baseball and specifically the Diamondbacks. Arizona is here for four beginning on Monday. At 11.40, Rami Makloff. Is that right, Eli? Is it Rami? Rami McClough. Ra- okay, that wasn't <laughs> we even, got both wrong. That wasn't even close. Say that. So it's Rami, as in Rambo. McClough. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell this out phonetically. Okay. Rami Radio uh, audience is very Ma- happy you're doing this. Makloof. Talk about in, that for a sec. As in the, uh, like the Maloof brothers. Makloof. S- sort of like that. Sort of. Okay. Well, I ap- I'll apologize to him, although he, he probably won't know, right? That I got both names wrong? Um, we'll he t- might be listening. He's we'll in Milwaukee. Him. He's he's actually from the area. He's okay. a Cubs fan doing sports radio in Milwaukee. Wow. Then he might be listening. I apologize, <laughs> yeah. Rami. And uh, uh, we, uh, we will apologize again when you come on the air. He's co-host. Of the big show on Milwaukee Sports Radio 105.7. He'll be here to talk some Brewers with us. Probably get into the Dodgers a bit, too, since they are up there right now. Yep. At noon, it's our weekly visit with the score's very own Bruce Levine. Our producer, director, engineer, and intern is Eli Hershkovich. Boy, it's weird going from the morning show for the last two weeks where there's like 12 people working on that show. And you're like dizzy. You're not even awake. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. Try to woke up at 3 o'clock the last two days anyway. Did you? Yeah. See, I, got up at three today. Couldn't go back to sit. Now, now I'm used to it. Just waking up at see 3 for o'clock. for me on on Friday. I just fall, just pass out some at some point on the couch. It's usually really early, but I don't wake up at three. Well, I'll wake up at three, and then I'll wake up to go upstairs and go to my real bed. <laughs> you fall asleep on the couch yeah. watching TV every Friday. Well, Eli is here alone. We don't have uh, twelve producers, so Eli does all of that stuff and has no time to go to the bathroom. So don't even think about it today, Eli. I am at Barry Rosner on Twitter. Joe is at Joe six seventy. The Hit and Run account is Hit and Run six seventy. You should follow that for show updates. The phone number, of course, is three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. You can also join in at six seventy eleven via the text zone on the score. If you text us, you'll get a text back acknowledging your text. Standard message. And data rates may apply. Joe, we had another umpire incident last night, and it was a big one. And I know this is not new. This has been happening really since since the beginning of baseball. But y- you would think at some point things would start to quiet down a little bit, but they don't. 
Will Little is second in baseball in ejections. Here's here's what someone needs to explain to me, and if you have an answer for this, maybe you've studied psychology, and and you can help me with this at three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Um, so Javi Baez, the call was terrible. I think we can all agree on that. It was a bad call. Sometimes there's yes. borderline. Sometimes there's borderline calls, right, Joe? I mean, sometimes a lot of times. Yeah, sure. This this one was not borderline. It was a terrible call. Why he uh, immediately reacted and and rung up Baez, I don't know. He just he blew it. He blew the call. It happens. Guys blow calls. Okay, it happens. Mm-hmm. Javi Baez gets mad because Javi Baez is an athlete. He's a competitive person. I love when people say, "Oh, baseball players they they shouldn't get emotional because you you know trying harder in baseball is bad. You, you can't try hard in baseball." That only from people who apparently have never played sports, I guess, or played baseball for that matter. Anything competitive, right? Right. Uh, of course, you can try harder, and of course, you get mad, and of course, you get upset because you're competitive. You're an athlete, and you want to win. And when you want to win, you get mad. And when you when you fail. With your own performance, you get mad. When someone else fails, you get mad. And when an umpire messes up, you get mad. So he throws his bat. The umpire basically ignores him. He fires his helmet. And you saw Will Little hesitate for a split second when Baez fired the helmet. And then his ego got the better of him, and he threw him out. Now, why does he do that? This is the part I need an explanation on. Because his feelings are hurt? Because he's, he believes he's been wronged. No one's there to see him. No one cares if your feelings are hurt. Your job is not to have feelings. Rob Manfred, your job is not to have feelings. He ripped Mike Trout because his feelings were hurt. Will Little, it's not his job to have feelings. There's 40,000 people there on a Saturday night to watch the most exciting player in baseball, the possible MVP of the National League, play baseball and entertain them. But Will Little is mad because his feelings are hurt. So he throws Baez out of the game. This is unacceptable. This is absolutely unacceptable. And this is Joe Madden talking about how he hopes MLB will look into this and do something about this. I mean, obviously, listen... Um, I'm not going to denigrate Zoe at all. It's just the play that Javi might have been able to make. But again, it just speaks to the earlier ejection where there was no... If there's cause, if if our guys, my guy, says something to the point where he deserves it, I get it. I totally get it. But Javi did not. And I will argue that with anybody. He did nothing to, other than be fined for throwing a helmet or a bat, whatever he did, but he did not disrespect the umpire verbally, and he should not have been thrown out. And Joe made reference to he hopes MLB looks at this situation, and he was referring to the play at second base that Ben Zobris could not make that uh, Javi Baez would have made. And that's in an inning when the Cardinals took the lead, mm-hmm. or at least tied, they tied it and took the lead, correct? Cost the Cubs a game. I, I'm trying to remember all the walks that were happening late in the game. and <laughs> Cost the Cubs a game. Right. Thank you, Will Little. You're now involved in the decision of the game. Not because you made a mistake, but because your ego got in the way. Let's go back to the, the, I guess, swinging strike is what ended up being called. He should have checked. The appeal should, should have gone through instead of Will Little making the call. He got it wrong, and he's not getting a better look 
from behind home plate. He's not getting a better look at that. And what is the harm in appealing? There isn't much harm. Javi Baez is walking away. And that was my question at the time. Was something said? Madden said verbally, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. He didn't go after Little. He was frustrated. He flipped his bat, flipped his helmet. He's walking away. Not in his face. He didn't throw it at him. He wasn't in his face screaming. He's walking away. And Javi Baez now is a superstar in this game. And he should be viewed as that. And we don't see this in other sports. In the NBA, in the NFL, those refs and umps kick players out every time they got their feelings hurt. Please. I, I've said How this- many times is that happening? This is one of the issues in baseball. I've said this before. I love NHL refs for their tolerance. You know, that's a really emotional game. It's a really physical, violent game. It's really emotional. And those guys, I mean, you can can say anything you want to them. I mean, there are no limits. You can say anything you want. The refs get it. You know why? They all played. They all played the game. Every one of them was a a good player. You can tell by the way they skate. They were all good players. I know linesmen that are still tremendous players. Some guys locally who play really good. They get it. They know what it feels like, and they let them have their say. Get it out of your system. Break your stick. Do whatever you want. They're not going to give them extra for that. There are least They're- amount of complaints in baseball compared to every other sport, correct? From player to referees and umps. Right. Right? Right. And, and the, look, most umpires are really good. I mean that. I believe most of them are really good. But there's some who let their egos get in the way. You're right, Joe. Baez did not say anything. He didn't. Madden is correct about that. And, the re- you know, he threw his bat. That was his first reaction. He tried to speak to Will Little. Little would not engage him. And that's when he fired his helmet. And that's when Will Little looked at him, hesitated for just a moment. What do I do here? Oh, wait a minute. There's 40,000 people looking at me. I can't allow this. I can't be disrespected by Javi Baez. I can't allow this to occur because I'm Will Little. There's 40,000 people there. They're not there to watch you. They paid to see Javi Baez, the most exciting player in the game. The possible MVP, as you just called him, a superstar. The best player on this team this year. And you, and you, and you run him. You run him because you blew the call. And you're embarrassed, and now you think you've been shown up. Even if you were shown up, and that's not Javi showing you up. That's Javi Baez being mad. He's allowed to be mad. Sometime- what do you tell your kids when they get mad? You say, no, you can't, you can't ever be mad. What, are you not human? Of course you're allowed to be mad. Don't tell me you're angry. Go ahead. What are you mad about? You're allowed to get mad. Get it out of your system. Yes. I- I'm disturbed by this on so many levels but maybe maybe nothing more and you know you probably think i'm crazy but nothing bothers me more than the fact that there's forty thousand people there who paid a lot of money those tickets are not cheap though these games the prices are jacked up too paid a lot of money to see this game to see their team win a game and you denied them both of those things and it's it's not getting better in baseball. Well, sometimes people think, oh, it's just baseball in the old way and the umpires, old old white guys that, that are always involved in this, like Joe West. Listen, Will Little, 
34 years old. 34. It's not just an old umpire thing. This just falls into how a lot of umpires are about getting embarrassed. National TV, they were going to commercial break. They weren't even going to see this with Will Little, but he Let it made go. it a thing. Let it go. He made it a thing. And, I mean, Javi Bias, is, does he get into it with umpires a lot? Is he a bad guy on the field? No. Does he cause trouble for umpires? You know how many career ejections he has? One. Now one. Yeah. Bad guy, troublemaker, complaining about calls, making umpires look bad. I... I <laughs> I feel like we're under assault, Joe. I f- I f- what? <laughs> you think about the USGA. Yeah. You think about the Gary Bettmans of the world. You think about all the stuff Manfred is trying to do. You think about Rob Manfred ripping Mike Trout. I, I mean, why do we, why as sports fans, do we have to be subjected to this? We're just trying to watch a game. I'm speaking, of course, for our listeners. Obviously, we do this for a living, but... What, what, you're, you're what's, just, the theme? You're, you're, what's the theme here? You're just trying to watch a game. What's the theme? All of these situations. Guys that don't want to be embarrassed. Rob Manfred upset that people are blaming him for baseball's issues. And now he's been the commissioner for numerous years and all these changes that he wants. They're happening, some of them, and nothing is improving. In fact, it's going in the opposite direction. So he's embarrassed. So he fires back. At the best player in the world. Just the egos in baseball are unreal. By any measure, new school, old school. Mike Trout, if he doesn't get hurt, and don't don't slide head first anymore, Mike Trout. If he stays healthy and plays a long time, going to be one of the greatest players of all time. Look at his wins above replacement. In seasons in which he stayed healthy. Look at the pace he's on. Look what he's doing this year. And by the way, Eli, look this up. Look up uh, Mike Trout's game log, please, for the last uh, two days. I don't know that he has a hit since he's returned from the All-Star game, since this fabulous distraction. That uh, And how many strikeouts does he have, Eli, since he returned from the All-Star break? Where he went all the way to Washington, participated in the – he's got 3K – 3K, and he's, is he 0 for since he came back? Yeah, 0 for 6 with three strikeouts yeah. and two walks. I watched him last night. He was he had no clue. No clue. Thanks, Rob Manfred. Thanks for that distraction. He flew to the game. He participated in the game. He did every interview. He, he did a home run derby, Barry. He, he signed autographs. Like he always does every single day. He was polite to people. Like he always is. But he's boring. Rob Manfred thinks he's boring. Talk to Ryan Sandberg about it this week. You can find that at dailyherald.com or on my Facebook page or my Twitter timeline. Uh, he just he essentially said it's nobody's damn business what Mike Trout does in his off time. Nobody's business. He said just he said this to Mike Trout. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're the best player in the world. Just keep doing it. And Samberg ought to know he was criticized for the same kind of stuff when he was a player. I, I, just, I don't – I cannot understand how you could have these situations taking place when you have these two dynamic players 
You have Baez, who's you know a, a much different sort of personality than Mike Trout. But these two terrific players doing all these great things. And what are we talking about this morning on a baseball show? Rob Manfred trashing one, just completely trashing one, and an umpire who nobody cares about, who's there to just do his job, throwing Baez out of a game. That's what we're talking about. Is that good for the game, Rob Manfred? You like that? We're not talking about the the looming trade deadline and some of the big moves that have been made by the Indians and the Dodgers teams in the mix and what's going to happen in the next week and a half. You're right. We're talking about this garbage. And this is not a one-time thing. And if you think about it, sure, it's the first time that Rob Manfred has called a player out by name and embarrassed them nationally and then baseball, let the all-star game, let the home run derby, let that be the story. What's the story now? Yeah. yeah, you can blame Josh Hader, but it was Manford. Manford was by far the biggest story this past week when nothing is going on in sports. That was the focus of the sports world. And Manford actually, even though he did call Trout out by name, and he hasn't done that before, he's been calling players out for a while. Because what's wrong with the game? Well, the players. The pace of play by the players. Well, the players are not doing this. Players are doing that. They they need to stop doing this, so I'm going to change this rule. I don't like what's going on here. So the actual product, the players, the stars of the game are the problem, not you. And how and how are you growing about growing the game? Whose fault is that? It's not the players. It's you. That's your job. You you are the CEO of this enormous company. What's baseball now? Is it a $10 billion business? Something in that neighborhood, I think. Might be even bigger than that With with what they're making with advanced media, probably, yeah. You're the CEO. Your job is not to have feelings. Your job is to run the game. Make it better. The players are the stars. It's supposed to be about the players And after Bryce Harper's incredible night Monday night, going into the All-Star Game Tuesday in his home park, what was the big story? Instead of Bryce Harper, instead of the stars of the game, you made yourself the story. Is that that, that the object? Is that what you're trying to do? Because that's what you did, Rob Manfred. The the worst part is, it wasn't off the cuff. This was was planned out. If you didn't hear multiple interviews this week... He came up with this as an objective. This is what he was going to do, and he thought that was going to work out great. He had no idea that this was going to be the backlash by Trout, by the Angels, Major League Baseball, Hall of Famers. He had no clue because one thing Rob Manfred does not like is getting ripped publicly, and he walked into Bud Selig territory this past week. Yeah, I, I don't think this goes away, frankly. Because I talked to a bunch of people in baseball over the last few days, and they are not happy about it. This is not the look you want. As you said, Joe, nothing else going on in the sports world. This is your week. Literally nothing on the calendar Mm -hmm. for three days except home run derby, the all-star game. That's it. Three days. It's all yours. It's your showcase. And people are talking about you trashing the best player in the world when they were talking baseball when they were talking baseball and and what other what else jumped out to me this past week is on a week with nothing going on what are a lot of the national shows talking about when they weren't talking about Manfred and Hader 
they were talking about the NBA offseason. And in a couple of weeks, it's going to be all NFL moving forward. So you really blew it. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. If you could help us with this, maybe you could explain it. I don't know. If you were there last night, we'd like to hear from you. 312-644-6767. Bunch of White Sox stuff to get to this first hour. Dylan Covey, Yoan Moncada, Avi Garcia, Jose Abreu. Lots to talk about there. Kopech. Kopech. Much to discuss. Carpet. <laughs> he only had one or two shows this week, but he was at it, attacking the White Sox. Uh, Eli promised me that he has some great Mad Dog sound. Uh, I've not heard it, so I look forward to that. Uh, we have we have much to get to. There's Zach Britton rumors to the Cubs again. No surprise. I mean, there's 15 teams in baseball want want Zach Britton. So yeah. of course the Cubs are in on that. That is not a surprise. Uh, we have some uh, John Lester audio to get to that is uh, quite entertaining. There's uh, a lot to discuss with the Cubs pitching staff, and I want to bring back something that Ed Lynch said to us when we talked to him in early May on Kerry Wood Day that is uh, relevant to that. And there's some Javi Baez sound from last night as well and some other uh, Joe Madden stuff. I, I, it's just... Uh, it was really stunning last night. It, a terrible way to lose a game because of an umpire. I mean, that's not the only reason they lost, obviously. I know that. I know. But that contributed. And it took away from it took away from an evening at Wrigley Field for 40,000 people joined their, na- uh, their night at a ballpark. Just really, uh, really disturbing. Bad week for baseball. In a week in which... It was supposed to be all about baseball. It was a bad week for baseball. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll get into some of those things that I just mentioned, and we'll take your phone calls. A lot of you on hold want to talk about what happened last night. We'll do that next. Joe Ostrowski, Barry Rosner on Hit and Run on the Score. They want to put Trout, the writers, the baseball geeks, the statistical folks, they want to put Trout on a level that he just does not deserve to be put on. Okay, we know he's great. He's not an immortal. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. South Jersey guy, Philly. What's the deal with the weather? I mean, I I know Al Roker's made weather sexy again, but uh, what's your fascination with weather? Why's the weather? Like, we haven't got enough news stressing us out then they, they they deliver the weather like this is more intense information that you better follow this look at that look at that low coming in are you ready for the low yes i'm what do i have to do to get ready they put all this pressure on you about the weather the i don't do not understand why weather is on this is not news there's no weather that's news we've all seen all the different weathers that there are Basically, nothing is going to happen that you do not have something in your closet that will work. Thoughts there for a sec. Let me hear. Welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score. Joe Ostrowski, Barry Rosner with you until 1240, taking you up to Cubs baseball. This hour is brought to you by Schomburg Lincoln. When searching for a new Lincoln, search SchombergLincoln.com. 
And this open score update is brought to you by the Grand Geneva Resort and Spa Play Championship Golf in Lake Geneva. Visit GrandGenGolf.com. I'd like to go to Grand Geneva Golf. Giving you that uh, update, uh, Xander Schauffele and Jordan Spieth tied for the lead at nine under par, three shots ahead of Tiger, Francesco Malinari, Kevin Chappell, and Kevin Kisner. And I have... The not, wind is a-blowing. The wind I, is a-blowing today. I have Schauffele for a little bit, but I feel like I have nobody at the top. Yeah. Because it's, uh, well, it's going to be Spieth. Tommy Fleetwood went bogey, double, and is three under, and now that six hurt. back. That he hurt. will make a run, and he will lose by one or two. <laughs> yeah, can you bet on that? Uh, yeah, there should be a prop on that. Uh, yeah, Tiger's one under through four, and he's three back. Couple more makes a couple more. There's going to be some fear if you're watching. Hey, just for if just he, turn down the sound. If he's top five, top ten, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah. Oh man. If he could, that'd be that's that'd be amazing. It's amazing how far he's come in a short period of time, and he's still working on. He's still working on everything. It's he's like piecing it together a little at a time. And we were getting yelled at on Twitter this week. We, we filled were? in for Mully and Hanley on Thursday and Friday because we, getting... we were talking too much about Tiger when we had our British Open guests on. Oh, he's irrelevant. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's why, do you, why do you think people are watching this Have you this seen morning? the ratings this week? Yeah. Yeah, if you're watching, of course, you should, well, you're now listening to us. So you have the sound down, which you should, while you're watching the Tiger. Alexa. Um, the, uh, yeah, the leaderboard, Tiger is the only one in the top three, six, seven, who is, uh, six, who's under par. Eddie Pep made a nice run, Eddie Pepperell, but uh, he's already done. It's already done. He's five hundred. Um, all right, uh, Joe. You want to uh, want to handle legal? Do we, Eli? What are you doing? Yeah, go ahead. You want to break? What do you want to do? You're waving. You're making signals. You're making noises. I can't hear you. I'm making signals to you, but my back's well, to him. Joe was off for a week, so he's clearly just forgotten everything. How about oh, just tell me in my ear? That's what normal producers do. Uh, this hour of. Hit and Run is brought to you by Northwestern football coach Fitz and the Wildcats, host Michigan, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Illinois, and more this fall at Ryan Field. Season and single game tickets are on sale now at anusports.com. Yeah, Eli walked away. I was hoping to get D.C. weather, real field temps, especially with the— I needed, You could give the weather. I needed it last can week. You, can you give the weather? <laughs> I needed it last week. Can, can you give the weather? It's very rain. It, it was off and on all day yesterday. Tell you what, it's, it's exciting. Is a is a low pressure system coming in? It's uh, it's fascinating. Um, now you got to do that for thirty five minutes of the one hour newscast. Well, that's why uh, that's why there's big money in that. Very big money is in there? that. Yeah, because people need to turn the TV on to find out the weather these days. Joe, the Cubs uh, the Cubs come out of the break, and uh, it looks like a lot from before the break. We'll get to that in just a minute. Take a quick call here, Riles and Gridley. You're on hit and run. Hey, Riles. Hey, Barry. Hey, Joe. Thanks hey. for taking my call. Yep. Um, I I could not agree with you uh, more, Barry, about uh, the, the the umps do not go to. I mean, the fans don't go to the game to see the umps ump. Um, I think that uh, that little. I guess that's the name of the ump. I'm a Cardinal fan, so I know that the Cardinals caught a break in in this happening, mm-hmm. but. I've looked back at when uh, Hunter Wendelstadt was a uh, was a young ump, and he tossed out 
uh, Ozzy, I think it was a couple of times. And what happened was um, Hunter actually got reprimanded by baseball, and he has since then become a much better umpire. And so I think maybe there should be repercussions on Little. If indeed uh, Baez didn't do anything wrong, didn't say anything, Little should get in trouble for what he did. Thanks for the call, Riles. And and Hunter Wendelstedt learned from his dad, who was all, who was very much the same way. Couldn't wait to throw guys out of a game. Uh, Zimmer, in particular, absolutely despised him. But as Riles said, you know, Hunter Wendelstedt learned that the game is not about him. About Wegner, and and even <laughs> <laughs> was that the uh, what are you doing, that... Wegner? Day oh, game yeah. uh, is that Tampa? I want to yeah. say, I you know it's just wow. You know Joe West and some of these guys they created Angel Hernandez. They created this, and, and Angel is just terrible. Yeah. Just absolutely terrible. And, and he'll toss you though too, right? Well, Joe West and and Harry Wendelstead and Bruce Freming and and the guys from that generation, they really believed that they were important to the game. Just do your job. You're paid really well. You're compensated really well. And most of them do a really good job. And they they let guys have their say, and they don't look at them or take off the mask or chase them back to the dugout. You know, the famous one is Joe West staring at Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> Who, who's more important to the game? It's more important. It's more important to the game, Joe. You are Well, Mad- if you're asking Joe. That's extraordinary. I, I love that one. I post that one every once in a while. Just when he Joe stepped down. Joe West just down. knows what he's doing. <laughs> he yeah, he just, st- just stares at him. at him. Yeah, stop the game. And Buster Posey's looking at Joe, and he's looking at Bumgarner, and he's looking at Joe, and he's looking at Bumgarner. He's like, well, are we going to play baseball? or we, I mean, I, I, I was impressed that Madison Bumgarner, in that situation, uh, didn't do something bad. Because, again, these are competitive people who are trying really hard and want to win, and you are taking them out of their game because you want the game to be about them. Frankly, I don't care if Bias said anything, Joe. I don't care. It doesn't matter. They're just words. Let him have his say. And move on. He was walking to the dugout. He was done. Well, with how baseball handles it, I understand what you're saying. And be like the other sports. Th- I don't think he fine. did. I don't think he did say anything. It didn't but- seem like he did. And if he did, he was walking away. He was walking away. Ego couldn't handle it. We shouldn't know any of their names. And outside of that Hockley, it's hard to name guys in the NFL. It's hard to. You can't name a lot off the top of your head in the NBA. Most people, your average fan can't. Baseball, you can. It's happening for decades and decades. But baseball let it, lets it happen. They continue to have jobs, even the worst ones, that are affecting games. Just a shame. It's a real shame. What happened last night is a shame. It's a shame for Cub fans. It's a shame for Baez, for Joe Madden, for the game. And there's a Cardinal fan who, who, who understands what happened last night. Well, that Cardinal fan has a guy named Carpenter that is out of this world right Ooh. now. I don't know that I've seen something like this before. Ooh. That is a tear. Okay, I- explain to me this, though. How? How, how, how? We've ripped Matheny. Everybody ripped Matheny. Is Matheny sitting him for game two? How do you sit him? I don't care what conversation you had earlier in the week and what the plan was going to be. 
when he has five consecutive games with home runs, you know what? I'm going to scratch somebody out, Matt, just so you know. You're going to play. Is that all right? Well, Skip, I've never, yeah, yeah, I would like to make it six games. And he did, even though he didn't start. Think he wanted to sit? How do you think sit it, him? Think in that situation he wanted to sit? Come on. All right, when we come back, we got to get to a break. When we come back, we'll get into uh, the Cubs pitching from these last few days. And uh, we have a bunch of White Sox stuff to get to as well. We'll do all that next on Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Breaking Chicago media news in a shocking journalistic move after decades entrenched in Chicago. Barry Rosner is leaving the Daily Herald for the Des Moines Register. That's right. Barry is taking his talents to the shores of the Des Moines River. Way to go, Barry. We wish you the best of luck from all of us at Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station. Thank God. That's big news. So that's a big that, voice guy. That wasn't even rough. Is that, so that, that happened. That's done. So that's true. Congratulations. Did I get yeah, Mitch is jumping up and down in the producer studio? Is that did I get a good offer, Mitch? Did I No. No, I didn't get Is anybody is getting it, a raise in this business? Is it a pay cut? Yeah. I'm taking a pay cut. Massive. Well, congratulations to me. Do you have to move I, to Des Moines? Oh, I didn't, hadn't even considered that. <laughs> Going to the farm. I don't know a lot about Iowa. I've only, I think I've only been to Iowa once. It was on a walkout in college, and we were in a big fight. That's all I remember. <laughs> Very drunk, big fight. I didn't throw were any Were you pun- involved? Uh, I didn't throw any punches. I did get hit. <laughs> Which is kind of like every fight I was ever in in a hockey game. Which I just got hit a lot. Oh, great. Got to go do this now. Uh, welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score. I don't think that's confirmed. I don't think that news is no, confirmed. No, it's official. The big, it's the, once the big voice guy got it, he received the email, he read it. <laughs> when you get that email. Chicago media news. Oh, stop it. In a shocking journalistic move after decades entrenched in Chicago, Barry Rosner is leaving the Daily Herald for the Des Moines Register. That's right. Barry is taking his talents to the shores of the Des Moines River. Way to go, Barry. We wish you the best of luck from all of us at Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station. Well, I can. I'll be. I guess I'll be covering the Iowa Cubs. I was just going to say, right? does this mean that you are bringing hit and run Sunday mornings to KXNO fourteen sixty? Well, it's is that proprietary? I'm going to have to clear that with Mitch. I don't know that I can carry that the the title of the show with me. Hmm. I'd have to uh, negotiate with Mitch on that. What do you think? Maybe those, you're going to take over the morning rush with Travis Justice and Heather Burnside. You're going to do the morning rush. I could. I could do that. I could do mornings. No. Is it no? Don't you didn't do, have enough this week. You no, know, I had plenty this week. <laughs> That's debilitating, man. Those guys. I know how they live like that. How do you live like that? You're here I every don't. day at four o'clock. Yeah, my last update's ten thirty. Man, that is. Uh, I don't. You I don't. don't. It, I'm barely alive. Yeah. Do you, do you not recall I missed last week's hit and run? Yeah, you were. I thought I was dying. Yeah, I thought you were dying too. Eli was hoping you were dying. So me too. The Cubs come out of the break after 
you know, after these days off and you feel like, okay, I'm sure Joe's thinking, All right, we, get it, we can get our pitching staff back together. The poor bullpen, the poor, you know, abused bullpen gets a chance to rest a little bit. And in, in a span of four games, they have used 15 relief pitchers. That doesn't include the three position players. So 15 relief pitchers used in four games. That what you're looking for from your starting rotation coming right out of the break? Here we are, right back in the same thing again. In three, right, three fewer innings. Right, right back in the same stuff. I, I, you know, we have we've talked about it over and over and over again. So we'll not beat beat this dead horse for very long. But something has to change. Something has to be done. What makes you I mean, think it will at this point? We're embarking on a hundred games now. Yeah, by my calculations, it's July twenty second, and I calculated that, of course, as you know, Joe, by looking at my laptop. And that's that's pretty deep into the season to have this all happening. I, I don't know I don't know how it changes. I mean I Theo doesn't want to go out and get a starting pitcher. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's probably going to be three months. He that that's when they're gonna have to make this decision. That was a question at the time when he had the setback. Wow, are they gonna have to do this at the trade deadline without seeing him? Yes. It is crystal clear. Uh, we spoke with Jim Hickey on Thursday. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's going to be some some more time. So I don't know what they're expecting from him. Are you expecting zero? Uh, is it is it a flip of the coin? Whether or not he's going to return or he's going to even cl- be close to Udarvish levels? Well, the good news, of course, is they're in first place. And in spite of their problems in the rotation – they're in first place, and in spite of everything that's happened up to this point, they are in first place. Yeah, and we and, might see the John Lester we saw on Friday a lot in the second half or more. Well, I mean, we, we talked about it several times in, in a few starts before this one that this could be coming because his yeah. peripherals were not good. So it wasn't particularly surprising, um, but Lester knows how to Lester knows how to get back on track. Let Let's assume yeah, yeah. for a second that that's not a guy you're worried about. Okay, okay? just for a second. Talk about that for a second. Grant, let's Let's grant that for a moment. It It doesn't change the Chatwood experience. It doesn't change the fact that Darvish is not here. It doesn't change the fact that. Yeah, Hendricks had the one great start where it was vintage Hendricks. It was superb. The other two of late, much like the Hendricks of the last six weeks or eight weeks. And Quintana has been better. Needs to be good today. You find yourself saying this every time there's a game, right? Really need your starter to go deep today. You really need him to go deep. And Joe, yesterday in game one, I thought he might go a little bit longer with Chatwood there. After he got out of that big jam in the fifth. He's got an opportunity to get through six. He's at 85 pitches, but he walks a guy. Now, do you blame Joe for doing what he did there? Well, he had six walks in the game. You can't blame him. Sometimes in baseball, you you have to be willing to lose a game 
to sort of move your program along. In other words, sometimes you just got to let a guy stay out there. But he doesn't know what's going to happen in game two. He's got a chance to win a game. He's trying to win a game. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't blame him. I'm not. I don't blame him for taking Chatwood out when he did. I get it. He just walked another guy. He's got a lead. Maybe he's thinking, hey, I could get him out of here with a lead. Maybe I can get him a win. Maybe he feels a little bit better about himself. Maybe he gains a little confidence from this. I don't, I don't know. I'm grasping. I'm grasping. But, he, but he, when he pulled him, I thought, man, it would have been nice to at least get through six here. But that's what, that's what it's come to for this rotation is you're going, boy. Last night could, getting six from Montgomery was, wow, yeah. okay. And still, look at all the pitchers you ended up using in that game. <laughs> I know. And then, still, to, let's not forget, today, because we haven't seen him in the second half yet, they pushed Quintana to the fifth start of the second half. So going today, it's almost two full weeks off. Why shoulder fatigue for Quintana? Now, is this going to be an issue? I know what you expect of Quintana, probably less than what you wanted going into the season because he's pitched like a three or a four most of the year. But you have to watch this today now, too. What if you have to go to the pen early in the fifth? It could happen again. And they're in a, a stretch of 21 games and 21 days to start the second half. And Ciszek and Wilson pit, both pitched in both games yesterday. Unavailable. Got to think. Scratch them out today. Got to think. Yeah, have to. You, you, you just wonder. And, and look, <laughs> pitch Chavez to death. Oh, he'll listen. Yes. He'll get it. He yeah. is going to get it. He's probably going to get himself about three today. <laughs> he had a lot of starts last year, so yeah, sure. And I, I, I'm not trying to sound alarmist here. It's just it is July 22nd. The bullpen's not going to get more rest, right? Not gonna. They're, they're not. I mean, they are where they are. You are where you are in terms of your arm fatigue at this point. That's not going to get better. Unless they create a large gap in that central race, and they're good. Look, they're going to trade for at least one reliever. My guess is more like two. It might be a big name like Britain. It might not, but they're going to get a couple. They have to. They know it. That's no secret. That's that's not a that's uh, not going to be a surprise to anybody. The question is, do they, I mean they've seen enough? It's not what Theo wants to do. But they've seen enough to think they they might have to go find somebody who can just give them six innings. I mean, we laugh about the James Shields thing. I don't laugh about it, and it's you know it's not uh, it's not exciting. It's not uh, it's it's far less than exciting. It's not even very pleasant to think about. It's not it's not pleasant to even think about if you're a Cub fan. But you you need some guys who somehow can get you some innings. I'm laughing because it brings you now to, if you count Darvish, seven starters. And you're just trying to get through the season, trying to win the division and get, and then figure it out once you get to the playoffs. But top-end starter, not there. Well, there isn't one. There isn't one, and if there were one, you'd have to give up players that oh. are MVP caliber. <laughs> yeah, well, Honestly. Right. Off your... Let's get off. Baez and Contreras are in that conversation. Th- this this notion that you can get to Grom with a combination of Russell, Hat, Montgomery is a, is an absolute joke. I, if I were the Mets and the Cubs called, I would this, this would be my response. Theo, don't say a word unless you intend to put Baez, Contreras, and either 
Schwarber or Almora in the conversation. Just hang up the phone. Unless you're prepared to speak of three of those four names, just hang up the phone. That's a, If I'm the Mets, if I'm the Mets, I'm not, I'm not even speaking to you. Two and a half years of a Cy Young-level pitcher. I could carry who, who, you. Who, yeah, who might win you the World Series. Yes. That would be your one. Right. But, of course, you're giving up you know, these great players off your roster, and there, there goes your season. So, yeah, that's not happening. There's no, not. There, there's no great options out there. There's no big names out there. You're going to have to. You're going to have to probably get somebody that's not all that appealing, and you're going to have to hope that that person can give you. You know, I, I don't know. I, you know, I laugh about this all the time. All right. Whatever. Forget about finishing a game or going eight. Whatever happened to going seven or going six? I'm like looking that's for six. That's a big deal. All of a sudden, six is a big deal, right? Now quality starts how's to your, thing. How's your <laughs> How's your how's your bullpenning idea gonna work when when you, you can't get through the first hundred games with guys' arms falling off? And listen, last night, sh- sure you can blame the bullpen if you want. That's fine. But the way they've pitched this year, they were they were due for one. They've saved you. I just uh, I, I wish I had an answer for you. But unless you Darvish is the answer, and we don't know that to be the case right now, I don't think anybody's counting on that. You hope, but who knows? I don't know where the answer's coming from. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to Doug Glanville from NBC Sports Chicago. We will get back into this whole Cubs pitching situation. We will um, bring back some some Ed Lynch audio from a couple of months ago that I think is that applies to this. Uh, we get there's some great John Lester audio. We have lots of White Sox things to do. I'm sorry we didn't get to that in the first hour, but uh, you can blame Will Little for that. Uh, we'll do. Uh, we'll get to a lot of stuff in the next hour that we promise. Coming up next though, it's Doug Glanville. We'll talk to him about the Cubs and the White Sox here on Hit and Run on the Score. Breaking Chicago media news in a shocking journalistic move after decades entrenched in Chicago. Barry Rosner is leaving the Daily Herald for the Des Moines Register. That's right. Barry is taking his talents to the shores of the Des Moines River. Way to go, Barry. We wish you the best of luck from all of us at Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago's sports station.